this is between me and the divine. This is between me and my intuitive guidance. And there's absolutely no outward comments and likes and press and affirmation that is needed for me to move forward. Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. There's this new energy in the air that is calling us all to pivot, to shift, to grow out of the old ways and embrace new ways of being, new ways of making money, new ways of seeing how we can make money and how we can do business in a way that is aligned with our values and with our purpose on this planet. I have been feeling this very strongly And in the past week, I have made the biggest pivot in my business I have made so far. In this episode, I will share all about it, how I have been receiving divine guidance to make this move, what has been fueling it on the energetic side of things, and what my plans are now that I am in the vast unknown. Whether you are in the influencer marketing business, in the content creation world, in the Instagram world or not, This episode is all about pivots, creating new possibilities, and trusting the new 5D paradigm, the consciousness shift that's occurring that is making manifestation faster, that is bringing us closer to our purpose and into our hearts and aligning our values with our divine purpose and with our business. I've been blogging for 17 years. It has been my career for nine years. And I have been getting paid to do sponsored posts for five years. I have been privileged to work with global leaders that include Vitamix, Whole Foods, The North Face, Zappos, Instagram, Adidas, Google, and so many other awesome brands that are aligned with my own values. And as of March 1st, 2020, I'm starting an experiment during which I'm committed to doing no sponsored posts on Breakfast Criminals. Sponsored posts and brand partnerships has been main source, the biggest source of my income for the past three years. And this is a big and scary move. Am I taking a risk? Absolutely. Am I crazy? In a way. Am I sure about it? You bet. Continuing to do things the way that I've been doing them would mean plain small. I have been living in fear for so long as someone who relies on influencer marketing business that changes every day with new platforms and new algorithms. In the background of my mind, there was always this fear. What am I going to do with my business? How am I going to make money once I stop getting emails offering me to get paid to do posts on my page? And also, quite frankly, sponsored posts and pretty perfect girls holding up products on Instagram with ring lights just 
felt so old and stale. And hey, I am not against buying products or recommending products on the internet. I'm not against beautiful photography and storytelling and adding value. But I can tell you that the way that things are done now just isn't nearly as effective anymore as it was as the market is becoming saturated. There's so many content creators. There's so much content and it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And it's so easy to get lost in who to trust. The defining moment of this shift for me was when someone who I know in person, who has come to my events, who I I know trusts me, messaged me after I posted a sponsored post of a product and asked me if I actually like that product and would actually recommend it. That's when I realized that no matter how much trust I think I have with my community, still there's this filter through which people see influencers on Instagram. And hey, it's totally valid. As consumers, you never know if someone got paid to talk about something. You never know if they actually would buy it. You know, one of the questions that I would add in the perfect world is if an influencer is doing a sponsored post, there should always be like a PS in the end. Would they actually buy this product with their own money if it wasn't gifted to them and if they weren't paid to post about it? I think that would be the real indicator whether they stand behind it 100% or not. The way that the influencer business is right now is not a reflection of the new paradigm where everyone can co-create in a way that feels empowering and abundant for each party. And by each party, I mean the content creators, the brands, and the consumers. I don't know what the answer is, and that's exactly why I'm starting this open-ended conversation and experiment. I posted about it on breakfastcriminals.com, on wokenwire.com, and on my Instagram accounts, Breakfast Criminals and Where is Xenia. On Woken Wired, I speak to the business side of it and to business audience, to influencers, to brands. On Breakfast Criminals, I speak mostly to the consumer and to my community member. And on the IGTVs that I've posted on the two accounts, I kind of just get real and speak my truth and where I'm at. So if you're curious to see how I took one message and one essentially piece of content and repurposed it and changed it up and wrote different copy to speak to different audiences, definitely check out the post on Breakfast Criminals and the one on Woke and Wired, because I know that so many of you are entrepreneurs who have multiple platforms. We're all multidimensional. We all have so many ways of expressing ourselves and sharing our gifts. And what comes up so often in my consulting practice and my coaching practice is where do I share this? How do I share this? And how do we optimize our time and not spend all day creating content? Because we truly can write one piece of content and then repurpose it based on who we're talking to. Okay, that was a little bit of a meta sidetrack. So how this whole idea started about stopping doing sponsored posts, even though it's the bread and butter of my business. To be very upfront with you, sometimes I would make up to $2,500 on a single Instagram post. And I love photography. I love storytelling. I have a lens in my brain that kind of just translates everything that's happening into the digital realm. And that's why I teach conscious social media to people because it comes so naturally to me. So for me, it's so easy when a brand like Oatly, we all love Oatly, don't we? Reaches out to me and says, hey, we want to pay you to be included on your blog. Please create a recipe. I already had a million recipes because I already love the product and it's such a natural fit. 
So why would I ever stop this? Why would I say no to something that comes so naturally and feels so aligned? Here's why. First of all, I've noticed that a lot of times brands would reach out to influencers, myself included, and treat us like a commodity. The way that I love working with brands, and I've been lucky to work with a lot of them in this capacity, is we get on the phone, we discuss what each of our goals are, our visions, where we're putting our marketing energy and business energy in the following year, and then kind of see where those two things align and co-create something together, a custom package that supports and benefits everyone and our communities. But too often, brands or even more often PR companies that represent them would reach out and send me a very specific demand of how they want to see the post, what it should look like, what the messaging should be like, what hashtags should be included. And it kind of takes away from the creativity and from me knowing my audience. And the more the influencer industry has been scaling, the more that's happening. And I just don't think that that's the way to move forward. I think brands should choose a handful few influencers, content creators, and thought leaders that they truly align with in a deep, deep level and invest in them big time. In-person experiences, online content, education, entertainment, all of it, honoring what the influencers' skill sets are and what their zone of genius is in support of the intersection of values that the brand and the influencers have together. In the past year, anytime I've had to do a sponsored post, even though it's been with very aligned brands, anytime I have to post hashtag ad, something in me just kind of drops. And I know that people are going to be wondering, does she actually love this? Even though I feel like I have very deep level trust with my community and I often get messages saying that, hey, every single product recommendation I've ever tried has been on point. So please never stop recommending products. This is a not black and white conversation. And an experiment that actually really inspired me to do my own is something that Tim Ferriss did. So he has podcast ads in which he recommends products that have to do with productivity and biohacking and business. And mind you, Tim Ferriss's podcast is one of the top podcasts in the world millions and millions and millions of downloads every single month. And he charges in the range of $50,000 per one episode for one ad for one brand. So I think he has more than one per episode. So do the math. And the minimum you can purchase a placement from Tim Ferriss is two placements. So the minimum is a $100,000 investment and you get two ads on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And that was a few months ago probably the rates have gone up. And that's public information. I saw it linked on his website, so I'm not revealing anything. So some time ago, he decided to stop ads altogether, to say no to all that money on the table and make the podcast listener supported. The way that it worked is that he invited people to contribute an amount on a sliding scale. And in exchange, they would get to participate in a live Q&A with Tim, where they could submit questions ahead of time that he would answer on that live call with his supporters. I think the experiment was supposed to last six months and about eight weeks in or so, Tim Ferriss called off the experiment. He said that it didn't perform as well. And most importantly, his listeners were 
begging for him to bring the ad back because his product recommendations were so on point and so of value for them. So this is just to bring into the space the fact that product recommendations from trusted people we look up to are still very much valid. It's just a matter of redefining the paradigm and starting a new conversation about the influencer industry and the media industry all together. And my intention with this experiment is to create a positive ripple on the global media scale. It comes from a personal desire to figure out how to do this in a way that is aligned, if there is one. And I knew that the right call for me is to take a break from doing sponsored posts altogether. I was lucky to be in a place where I had no active contracts at the time. Not everyone is in a position like that, so don't go bashing the other influencers. I think there's still tasteful ways to do brand collaborations. And that said, for myself, I know that there is something much bigger, much more abundant, and much more aligned when I leap and trust that unknown. So how did this idea of something so extreme come to mind? Last fall, I was at the Digital Marketing Agency Expo with my fiancé Eric, and I was immersed in this masculine energy of SEO and affiliates, and Gary Vee was on stage, and I was just really fueled by all of these ideas of monetizing my site and growing the traffic and just learning so much. And I had a few SEO experts, some of the top people in the world, look at my website, Breakfast Criminals, and identify it as an extremely authoritative website, which could very easily be grown into an engine that drives lots of revenue through product recommendations. So how does that look like? I already have affiliate relationships with a lot of brands, which means that, let's say, this month I have a post coming out, five best coffee alternatives. When I started looking for coffee alternatives after a shaman told me to get off coffee for three weeks, all I found is stuff that tasted so bad that I couldn't even drink it. So I got deep into talking to my community, to doing research, ordering all kinds of products and trying them out until I found the products that were working for me and that tasted great, that were healthy and clean and conscious. And I found them. So the post will be list of all the top products with some of the recipes and how I use them. And the links that are in that post will be affiliate links so that whenever anyone clicks them and buys products from the site, I will be getting a small commission. Usually affiliate commissions are anywhere between 5 to 20%. And it's not a lot of money. It's a couple of dollars per purchase, but over time it can accumulate, especially because my SEO is on point, and I know SEO, it's something that I teach as part of the Conscious Social Media program. Probably will have another course coming out specifically as a deep dive on that. And I'm thinking about doing an SEO webinar as well. So if you're interested in that, please send me a direct message at Woken Wired. SEO is something that I started learning years ago when I was consulting in the fashion world. And it was incredible how by using the right plugins, by using the right naming, the right copy, targeted keywords, proper linking, all of these things could lead to massive results. Some of my posts are number one, number three, number five on Google results. 
if you Google what is cacao ceremony, if you Google celery juice testimonials, there's some search terms that I'm dominating. So now I'm working on optimizing my site in a way where I can actually not just have people come to my site, but also convert them to become customers of products that I'm recommending and or also subscribe to my email newsletter, which means that we're going to stay in touch for a long time and I can continue giving them recommendations based on the products I found value in. So how is affiliate marketing different from doing sponsored posts? Well, here's how it's different. When you are a content creator and you have a deal with a brand, usually there's very specific guidelines, there's deadlines, and there's certain messaging that has to be done, and you're paid in exchange for creating content and posting it. In affiliate relationships, usually most people who have any kind of platform with a Sometimes there's a minimum of followers you have to have or traffic, but most of the time you can become an affiliate for a brand you're aligned with as long as you can get in touch with them and show them that there is alignment and that you do have an audience. And after you become an approved affiliate for a brand, you get a link, sometimes a tracking code as well, and sometimes that code is also a discount code that people can use. So there's multiple ways to track that conversion. And I use that link and I use that code and I recommend the product whenever I want, however I want. I am not limited to promoting just that product in a specific category and I'm not limited to any kind of messaging. I do it at my own time, at my own pace, in my own way. So I'm not compromising my integrity. I'm not compromising what I am committed to sharing with my community. It's all up to me. So let's say I'm working with a brand that is a matcha company. Oftentimes, when a brand would pay a content creator to work with them, there is an exclusivity requirement. Because you wouldn't want to be promoting one brand of matcha and saying that's your top and favorite and go-to, and then the next day promoting a completely different one with both hashtags sponsored. That would just be too confusing to the consumers, unless you're being really upfront and say that, you know, I have multiple favorite brands, but I bet the brand would not approve that kind of messaging. So that's when it gets tricky. Once you are in a brand contract, you're not really able to talk about other brands. So that's why affiliate relationships seem like really the future and the way to move forward, even though it's something that I have not really paid a lot of attention to over the years because it's just so little money compared to sponsored posts. I truly see the future in it because it indicates the new paradigm of collaboration. So, you know, if I'm really honest with you, is there one matcha brand that I swear by and I can't drink any other ones? No, not at all. I have at least five brands that I love and adore and I want to support. And I know the founders and I know they're in integrity. So it makes so much more sense for me to have a post on my site saying, hey, here's the top five matcha brands. Here are the differences between them. Here are the different price points. And there's something for everyone instead of saying, This is the one matcha you should have. Imagine yourself looking for the best matcha. If you end up on a website that only talks about one brand, probably will make you wonder, is it sponsored? Why are they talking about it? Are they involved with it? But if it's a review page that describes five different brands and all their pros and cons in in all honesty, you're probably much more likely to trust that person. So that's why I think affiliate marketing is really the way to go when it comes to content instead of brand collaborations that are limited to recommending one kind of brand and one kind of product. 
So after I had a conversation with all the SEO guru guys, and they told me how much of a potential my website had, I had this vision. Actually, I think Eric brought it to life for me. He said, imagine that your Instagram profile just says, no sponsored posts ever. And as soon as he said that, something in me just awoke and it felt so aligned and it felt so inspiring and expansive and it felt so far away and so not real and so scary. So it took me five, six months to get to this point because at the time I still had a lot of brand partnerships going and I really honored that divine unfolding. So I want to remind you that if you have this idea, yes, it's very important to follow the divine breadcrumbs, to trust the divine guidance, to take action, but also trust the divine timing and be gentle with yourself. So I had that glimmer six months ago. And in between, I've been building out my conscious social media program, really brainstorming my other offerings and how to diversify my business and conscious entrepreneurship offerings because there's just been so much incredible feedback on my coaching and consulting and the kind of results that people get on getting their message out there and becoming clear on their social media strategy and on their products and business. I don't know how I've gathered so much uh, tools and knowledge in that area, I guess, through 15 years of being an entrepreneur and 17 years of being in the digital world. I'm still in awe because I feel like it's something that comes through me, not necessarily the human me, but very much divine me, paired with real-life experiences I've had as an entrepreneur who started my first online business when I was 20 on social media. I think I shared it about in episode one, if you want to go back to it. So with all of that, in the past year, I also released the Conscious Social Media Program, which is an eight-week program that I'm currently working on reformatting. It's probably going to become different social media deep dive workshops, as well as more of a high-level mastermind for entrepreneurs who already have achieved a certain level of success in your business and have certain revenue and want to up-level your messaging and really get clear on social media. If any of this speaks to you, any of the specific questions, please send me a direct message at Woken Wired because it really helps me create my offerings in a way where it really serves you and what you're looking for. So that said, and this will be its own podcast episode of how I found the courage to release my online program after over five years of sitting in it and thinking about it and thinking it's too late. It's never too late. Divine timing. But in the past year since I launched the Conscious Social Media Program, it brought in over $50,000 of revenue, which feels mind-boggling if I told that to myself a year ago, but I know now that that's just the beginning, and I haven't even begun doing Facebook ads or scaling. This was just through the podcast and through social media, through word of mouth, through people referring it. So I can only imagine what's possible once I actually put my head down and start reaching more people through smart strategies and tools. So having the program and seeing that it is effective and that people keep coming back to it gave me a lot of courage to take the sleep. And I don't want to over-romanticize this because yesterday Eric and I were shopping at Trader Joe's and 
I just burst into tears and I felt so sorry for myself and I was so scared. I was just asking myself, okay, where's the money going to come from? And it's so interesting that a few days before I made the announcement of no sponsored posts experiment, I got an offer from a brand I've previously worked with that is just super aligned in every way. They're a conscious brand. I love their product. I have it with me all the time. They offered me a good amount of money for just one post. And it was so funny because when I was in Argentina and when I've been traveling across the U.S., I saw that product in every single health food store I've gone to. And here I am, I have two days to make content happen before my post about no sponsored post goes live. And I am running to every Whole Foods in my area, to every grocery store in my area, and that product is nowhere to be found. The shelves are just empty. And I knew it was a sign. I knew it wasn't meant to be. I knew it was pushing it, but I still tried to kind of negotiate with the universe and put it under the rug. But, and then I realized, you know what? No, this is a test. I'm going to say no to this good amount of money, $2,500 to be specific. And I'm going to trust that this is not about money. As a conscious entrepreneur, we're always tested and we're always invited to choose between quick money and long-term vision, long-term trust, long-term surrender. And that was exactly my test. So I ended up saying no. And so far in the past four days or so, I've already made over $1,000 in affiliate commissions. And this is just the beginning. I have a few other things in the works and some unknown opportunities coming my way that I don't know what they are yet, but I just can feel them in the air. But in that line at Trader Joe's, we went on a Tuesday morning and I was thinking, there's not going to be anyone there. And it was packed with people. And I just couldn't stand being around people. I wanted to be alone. I put my sunglasses on and I was wiping my tears off, completely disconnected from the sense of possibility. And that's how it is with entrepreneurship is all about taking risks. If you don't take risks, then you're not growing as an entrepreneur. And so to take risks takes that courage. And sometimes that means that we're going to be in the space of the unknown and that's okay. And the important invitation is to Continue surrendering to the divine, even if you don't know what the next step is, just keep feeling into it. Keep following the divine breadcrumbs and trusting that the next thing will be revealed to you exactly at the right time. I'm taking this move for my business. I'm taking it for the new paradigm. And I also got present that my ego was doing it for a very particular reason too. My ego really wanted my posts announcing this pivot to go viral. I wanted all the press to pick it up. I wanted all the influencers to be talking about it. And yes, I got hundreds of incredible comments supporting this move and identifying me as a trailblazer and really standing behind some of the ideas that I talk about, not just for me, but for the industry. And, you know, my Leo self, my ego self, was like, no, this is not enough. It didn't create enough of a ripple. Why am I doing this at all? It's not worth it. And once I got clear that my ego was really loud and was unhappy and unsatisfied, I was present to the fact that this is not between me and my ego. This is between me and the divine. The guidance that I'm receiving, the steps that I'm following, there is no one that I'm here to impress. 
There is no outside feedback that I'm here to receive and be driven by. This is between me and the divine. This is between me and my intuitive guidance. And there's absolutely no outward comments and likes and press and affirmation that is needed for me to move forward. The more we trust that there is nothing outside of us that needs to affirm us, even though the universe is constantly sending us outer signs, but it's in those moments when the outer feedback is not as present as our ego wants it to be, that's when we're really tested. And that's when we really got to remind ourselves to tune back into the vast space where this guidance came from in the first place. So I invite you to think, what are some things that you have been divinely guided to take action on, but haven't yet created the space to do? Now is the time to take action. Now is the time to reorganize, to rearrange the systems and to create the new energetic grids, to create the new paradigm for you, for your business, for your expression in this world. So my invitation to you is open up your journal before you go to bed and just let yourself be guided into the space of expansion and where you're called. Where can you be the most of service? Where can you be the most fully expressed? And how can you be present for it all through the difficult times, through the easy times full of flow and synchronicity? And how can you can continue communicating with the universe through it all? We all have different ways of communicating with the universe. It might be through yoga or meditation, or maybe there's signs that the universe sends you. For me, it's the number 43, and also finding glitter stars. A lot of the times, they're exactly the size of my tattoo on my wrist, which is crazy. Every time I come across one on the sidewalk, it's just, I look up at the sky and I'm just filled with gratitude and connection and synchronicity. The signs are always there. The guidance is always there. My question to you is, how are you going to listen? How are you going to take action on it? And are you willing to trust? If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWired.com and also join the Woken Wired podcast listener Facebook group. It's a private group where you can connect with people who are like-minded and say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.